Welcome to the universe. What if I told you that you have the universe within? What would you want to explore? Will you have come to the right space? This is the universe with Naomi Hoot. Are you ready? Hello, beautiful universers, and welcome to another episode on the Universe Podcast. Today, I have a guest with me, and his name is Brett. And Brett, would you like to introduce yourself and how you even um, came onto this podcast? Hello, everyone. <laughs> My name is Brett, and Naomi and I, we first got acquainted, first met each other back last year. I think we decided that it was like oh, a year and maybe a few months, maybe a year and a few months since we initially met and pretty much since the last time that we that we got together for a, a talk like this face to face so it's amazing to see you but uh yeah we first got together in bali last year and it was it was so good i was there for about a month naomi i'm not sure how long you were there i was there for a month we, too yeah well there you go we just crossed over at the perfect time we got connected and we had a lot in common. Every every time we would get together, it'd be a lot of fun. We would just go deep, deep into universe sort of talks <laughs> and just have just shared a lot of good energy. So yeah, that's how we originally got connected. And now fast forward a year and a few months, we're we're back here. Yeah, it's amazing. So I actually really am curious to know more about your story because I feel like I was actually hanging out a lot with Dima. So he's also your mm -hmm. friend, right? So we were hanging out a lot during that time. So I didn't really get to know you that well, but I would love to just know your story and what also um, really resonated with you from this podcast because you reached out to me recently and were and you were like, I'm ready to share my story. And I was like, yes, this is exactly why I started this podcast. And, and I got goosebumps and chills everywhere all over my body and I couldn't explain why. And I just feel like I, I'm going to learn so much from you and, I, and I'm excited to know like your entire journey. <laughs> You ready to dive in? I'm ready to dive in. Let's do it. <laughs> you ready to dive in? So my story is uh, is is definitely a unique one. But at the same time, it's really not because my whole life I've been always just going down the completely normal, normal, normal way of doing things. You go to school, you get the good grades. So you can get in good college. You get the good grades there. So you get the, the good job and and i my story is that i i had everything <laughs> i had absolutely everything that i had ever thought that i had wanted i was working for this big fortune 500 company it was actually in las vegas i was working for the big casino companies out there and it was it was exciting it was exciting it was fun it was sexy it was all the glitz and glamour of everything that you would imagine climbing the corporate ladder in Las Vegas to be, it was everything and then some. So it was it was really good. It was a ton of work. And it was one of those situations where it's like a work hard, play even harder type of <laughs> type of mindset where uh, for the for the couple of years that I was there, I got I got no sleep. <laughs> I got no sleep. I was either I was either just working just crazy 
long hours just putting in the time and just grinding and hustling at work and when I went when I wasn't there I would hit up my hit up my boys after after I get off and like hey where are we going out tonight and then just walk right over to whatever nightclub with the best DJs in the world the 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 the, the bouncers would come over and just let us right in like hey here's your table all the bottles everything <laughs> like, everything and i reached this point where i pretty much realized that this is as good of any sort of corporate gig as i could ever ask for this is as good as i could ever possibly have asked for But why do I feel so unfulfilled? Why do I feel like there's something missing here? Why do I feel like even if this is as good as it gets, like shouldn't I be feeling amazing about everything? And the truth is, is that I wasn't. I wasn't. I was. I was. I was stressed out of my mind. I was. I was working. Just. I was working a ton and and really just doing what I thought that I needed to do in order to in order to climb in order to in order to make a name for myself and in, in order to really put myself out there and I was doing it I was I was really putting my name out there and people were starting to recognize me people were really starting to see me and I was getting all the the, the acclamations all the all the praise all of that but I was always, I always had that feeling deep down inside that there's gotta be something more. There's gotta be something more. There's gotta be something more. I had no idea what that something more was until the one moment that changed everything for me. And that was, I had this one coworker named Chris. He was like, Chris is like a, a brother of mine. Like he, he wasn't just a coworker, like another employee. He was, he was like a work brother. And we were side by side together every single day. He was the guy directly above me. He was directly above me, training me on, on, on all this sort of stuff every day. We were just, we were just like in it together, just like hustling every single, every single day together. And Chris, amazing, amazing guy. He's one of those guys though that you know, like a pretty, pretty healthy guy, but definitely drank, uh, drank some, some Red Bull, Red Bulls and was, um, just one of those guys that just gets reactive. He, um, like if you mess up and make a mistake, which we all do, um, he, he, he definitely takes it very hard on himself, but overall just an amazing, great guy. Um, one night I was out with, my buddies it was like a saturday night it's midnight i'm out just doing the vegas thing <laughs> i'm doing the vegas thing i'm having a great time it's midnight i look down at my phone and my phone is ringing it's it's my director it's my it's my boss and i'm looking at it i'm like oh my god like i'm already like five or six vodka sodas deep at this point <laughs> and i'm just looking at it the first reaction i have is like oh man what report did i screw up <laughs> like it's saturday it's midnight my director's calling me like oh god like i really i really messed this one up um so i pick it up and he my my boss just goes straight into it and says brett chris passed away he's dead 
of a heart attack at 30 years old. He was 30 years old, no drugs, overall healthy guy. I said maybe a couple of Red Bulls here and there, but overall healthy guy, just 30 years old, dead. And I'm just on the other line, just there, there was this moment where, where time just stopped. Time just absolutely stopped. It was, it was as if like everything that I had been building for and working towards, like for not just what I was doing at this company, but like my whole life really just, and I couldn't really comprehend. I couldn't really understand what the words that I was receiving over the phone. I couldn't really, uh, like, how is it even possible? Like not of a, an accident or anything, but just a heart attack dead. And so get into the office on Monday morning and there's only four of us in the office. Now there's, now there's three. And after going around and, and talking about like, Hey, like how you doing? Like, you, you okay? Like, how you feeling? Like after, after, after all those sort of conversations, we, we go into it about how we're going to split up the work uh, because we're not going to rehire someone in there. And so I'm the new guy and I'm just, I'm, again, just like the, the young hustler type. And I just like, all right, this is my time to shine. <laughs> this is, this is my opportunity. All right. Like, yep. Like, let's go give, give me all the work, like time, time to, time to do this. Let's go. And a couple weeks into all of that, I start realizing that, oh man, I'm way over my head right now. <laughs> I am way over my head. And I was doing a lot of like analytical type of stuff. Um, it's like database processing sort of stuff, which it, it was good. I, I enjoyed doing it, but it's totally not in my personality at all. And so it was fine because I had someone teaching me, but now I've got this like thousand page like book that i'm trying to like teach myself from and i'm like oh my god <laughs> and so the stress just starts getting to me it gets to me and i'm really hard on myself and i'm really like not really sure what to do at all and it gets to the point where i start i start feeling these heart palpitations of my own after a few weeks of <laughs> after a few weeks of doing this and i remember laying up laying up in bed one night it's like 3 a.m and i'm laying in bed i am wide awake right now because my heart is just pounding out of my chest my heart is pounding out of my chest <laughs> like, oh man <laughs> this is not good this is not good and i was scared i was so scared and it all just got so real for me and for me i i i don't really go to the doctor to the hospital like not too much because like i knew that it was time to go to the hospital but i didn't want to just get pills and and drugs and just be on these pills to for however long it would take to make things go back to normal. I, I, I knew that was an option, but there was something in me of like, ah, oh, man, I, I just, there's gotta be another way. And that's when I had been hearing a lot about this thing called meditation. <laughs> and, and I am just like the most headstrong, like anti-meditation anything 
type person. I'm like, no way. That is bullshit. Like, that's like some hippie shit right there. Like, that's like, I don't believe in any of that shit at all. But I was broken. At this point, I was just absolutely broken. And I I was didn't have any other options. But you know what, it's either go to the hospital and get these pills, get these drugs or try this meditation thing. So that's, that was my initial first go into meditation. And I'm meditating there for a week, couple of weeks, and then my heart rate just goes back down to normal, like magic. And when was this? Like, wow. When did you start meditating? This was three and a half, four, closer to four years ago. Mm -hmm. Closer to four years ago. Yeah. Yeah. Four years ago. So it's been a journey. Um, since then yeah it's been it will we'll, yeah we can get in more but yeah I, I started i started meditating and heart rate goes back to normal after just a couple of weeks i'm like all right there's something here <laughs> i'm gonna keep going and in, into this i don't really know where this is going i don't really know what i'm doing but i i'm just like all right i've got i've got to see this thing through so after meditating for a couple more weeks uh, my mind just starts expanding my mind just starts uh, calming down and all of these questions start coming up all of these questions that i've never thought about ever in my entire life start popping up out of out of nowhere and i'm just like jesus like why am i thinking about you know what am i actually doing here at this job what am i actually doing here with my life like what are the things that i'm actually passionate about what am i interested in what do i want from this one life that i have what do i want to do what do i want to see achieve experience like what do i want like all of these questions that i've never uh, i've never thought about them before <laughs> they all start popping up and it's like right in your face like you can't you can't <laughs> hide from them at all and so i'm just processing through all these questions and then little by little week to week I start like, wow, I don't know what I want to do, but I can't be here. I can't be here. I, what do I want to do? Like, I don't know. Like, I love travel. <laughs> that's the one thing I know. I, that's the one thing I know how to, uh, how, that I like, but I have no idea how to do that. Like, how do you, how do you do that? How do you, how do you travel the world and just like, you know, create a lifestyle that allows you to do that? I, I don't have a clue. And so little by little, just things started working out and, I started just asking the right questions. I started meeting the right people. I started meeting the people that are doing the things that I literally like, holy shit, you are living the exact life that I want to live. Like, let's go. Like, like, what do I need to do? Like, how do I, how do I do this? And then boom, 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 boom. Little by little, I start taking, taking these actions and I start experiencing success. I start, uh, I do what I do now on my marketing and I'm just like, experiencing the success and i'm like holy shit i think i can actually do this i think i can actually do this and this was you know it wasn't an overnight thing maybe it took me a while like eight ten months or so because there's also a lot of fear of yeah. like what would happen if i actually quit my job that i have been it's not just about quitting the job it was when i handed in that two weeks notice uh, my hand was shaking. This paper was shaking in my hand because it wasn't about just quitting this job. It was, I knew that at that moment that I handed that in, I knew that I was done. I was done with just this way of 
this way of living, this way of thinking, this way of, this way of just living for, living for the paycheck that you that get chapter from, another, was done. From, from a company. Yeah, that's a big step, you know? It's like really the biggest step you could possibly take because it's a step that everyone actually strives towards in our society. It's that that status, the, the money, the, the great job that pays well, Vegas. Like, yeah, like, isn't that what everyone wants? Isn't that like the dream? And then you're stepping away from what most people would so-called call the dream job and you handing in that paper is a big ticket to you saying goodbye old life like I am moving on right now and that is the most scary thing you could possibly do in my opinion like honestly like especially with so much attachment and so many experiences and so like so much hard work and commitment to all the things that you have already done and then taking that just that single paper itself you know, like that's a huge I was, thing. I was terrified. I was shaking. I'm, yeah. not, gonna, I'm not gonna lie and say I was, I was big and strong and everything. No, like, but it, but it was, it was an excitement. It wasn't like, a, yeah. It wasn't, it wasn't a scared like, oh man, like it was like, wow, this is important. This is happening. This is this this is important right here, and that's what the 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 energy was behind it of like, oh, I'm definitely nervous because like I'm going way into the unknown way into the unknown right here and you know anything can happen but i this is what i need to do i think that's absolutely incredible i just read um two days ago that excitement and nervousness are actually the same thing so nervousness and excitement nervousness and it is when you have um, a negative outcome that you actually um are fearing or like you are expecting a negative outcome and excitement is when you're just simply expecting a positive outcome and it's the same exact feeling. It's like going up on a roller coaster. You're yeah. going up, 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 yeah. up. You feel, you feel that in your heart, you feel your hands start sweating. Yeah. But come on, is that is that really fear? Because you know that you're gonna be safe. You know that it's all gonna be okay. Yeah. That you still got that going inside of you. Yeah, so that was your ticket. You were like, I, I'm done. I'm ready for the next step in life. And then you stepped full in. That's amazing. Many people don't actually dare to ever take that step. And I honestly believe that this is the most beautiful journey that we as humans could ever possibly embark on. And it's really going deep into why am I actually here? What is my purpose in this life? And really just getting to know yourself introspectively and then from inner world, like from inside, then outside. And then you see the world from that perspective. Like to me, like that's the most beautiful journey a person could ever embark on. It's the journey of just finding, like reconnecting to yourself. Well, trust me, when I handed in that two weeks notice, none of that was going on in my head. <laughs> none of that was going on in my I had no fucking clue what was in store for me. I was, I had no clue yeah. what was to come and just <laughs> how all of this would unfold. And here we are a few years later, 10 day silent meditations, uh, ayahuasca, just, just going in. And yeah, it's been a, it's been a wild, a wild ride, a wild past few rides. And 
has been all rainbows and butterflies has not been all rainbows and butterflies either it's been it's been tough sometimes it's been it's been really, a lot of really deep tough. work it's, it's yeah yeah both like internally and with business and like you do once you make that decision to all right we're making this decision to go down our own path right now that means that you got to take any sort of the repercussions that are going to come with that and you got to know that all right whatever happens it's on me this is my decision and with that i took that first step forward and just yeah i had no idea of things that were to come but it's been a it's been a wild ride a wild journey yeah i actually have a couple questions and i'd love to like dive right in if you're ready <laughs> i'm always ready let's go naomi okay so if you could write a letter one letter to humanity what would you like to share in that letter that everyone would read we all go through shit <laughs> we all we all go through shit we've all got our own things that we've got hiding away we've all got our those parts of us that we don't want to look at we've all got the the ups and downs the highs and lows the goods and the bads we've got every single person has that every single person and and it's okay because it's not about it's not about wishing that those things were not there because they're there for a reason they're there to they're there for some sort of specific reason some sort of specific lesson there's there's beauty there's gifts there's gems in there it's just about finding them finding the beauty finding the gifts finding the gems find the real lessons that are in there and once once we get to that point that's when life just starts getting better and better and better every single day because you start realizing that the only thing that can stop you is you and so once you start making friends and start making peace with that that side of you that 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 party once you know and just take full responsibility for everything that's happening to you in your life no external situation no nothing can 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 touch what's going on inside of you once you really fully step into that then it just keeps getting better and better and better and better and you know things aren't going to get easier all the time conflicts will still arise conflicts will still happen but the way that you look at them they won't be problems anymore it's just like okay this is the next thing this is the next thing right here and so you can take the emotion out of it so that you can just look at the situation and solve whatever the problem is. So that's a great question. That's just the first thing that is coming to me. So that's, that's so beautiful. That's what, I, that's what I would. That's what I would write. <laughs> it's very. It's very poetic. I feel like I had. I had my friend say just one word, and for you, it turned out to be this whole. F, like I really feel when you're saying every single word because. Mm -hmm. It's so true. Everyone does have the goods and the bads, the lights and the darks. And it's about mm -hmm. embracing and honoring all of it and seeing the beauty and even the pain and transcending the fact that pain is just pain, but actually especially, it's there to teach you something very, very pain. Exactly. And coming from like your experience of roller coasters throughout your life, what has maybe been your anchor to help you? 
get back up in times when you really were really low? Was there something that you specifically did or did you have some sort of anchor in your life to help you get back up or to see the beauties? Knowing that, knowing that, knowing that this too shall pass, knowing that, you know, this is here, it's here right now. I might not like it. I might not enjoy it, but it's here right now. So what is this? Why is this here? What am I feeling right now? What am I actually experiencing in here? How can I, how can I find ways in order to see where there was an error in thinking that led to this? Where is the error in thinking that led to this arising and, and being here? And really, where, what can we what can we learn from here? Every every single time, because even recently, like even recently within this past month, I got I got rocked. I got rocked by something, and I haven't been rocked like this in a long, long, long time. And I had to do some real deep digging. It's actually what prompted me to even reach out to you and, and be on here. Is that you get through those moments and you realize, like, man. you're nothing special like you're you're nothing special it's it's we've all got whatever it is that we have inside of us and it doesn't take a a a superhuman in order to see those things and, and learn from them and really find the beauty in them it just takes a certain level of seeing it a certain level of awareness of okay this is what's happening right now Where's the beauty? Where's the gifts? Where are the lessons? Yeah. Yeah. I'd love to share with you. There were parts when you were sharing your journey, really where I got this intense sensation of the goosebumps that I experienced when you sent me the voice memo. And I completely know why now. When you got that phone call, I experienced exactly the same phone call. Exactly the same one. Just that it was the dad of my boyfriend. And it was September 2018. And I remember I was at an event and my boyfriend, his name is Max. He was supposed to be there at the event, but the whole day he wasn't replying. And I know that he slept late the night before, but it was really not usual because he would always always send a message even if he's sleeping longer he'd like wake up at some point and be like yeah like this is what's up and it was just 16 hours of no message and i was like okay maybe he was like extremely tired but but within i had this really weird feeling it was like hmm like it got to the point where i sent his best friends a message and was like yo guys are you like um with him like why is he not answering And then that evening, um, I got a call from his father and I was so excited because I saw that it was him. So it actually was a messenger call through his phone. And I was like, Max? And it was his father. And there there was just no other, like he didn't even know how to say anything else apart from the fact that Max is dead. That's all he said. And in that moment, like my entire world also, like it makes me even like 
tear up in this. I haven't talked about it in a while. But when you were talking about that phone call, it was one for one exactly what I was feeling. And it was like the entire world froze or like became numb. Like it was like I could I it felt surreal. It was like I wasn't even there anymore. It's like I I I like something was deeply wrong. But I didn't know why. Like as in I couldn't understand at that point why. And that was when I was really near to his place actually because the event was like at Vivo City, which is like in Singapore, like a super near place to where he was actually staying. I like everything happened in such a blur. I left the event and I was like numb everywhere. Like I could barely even talk. I was just like, I have to go. I ran to the bus station. I was in the bus, in the bus, his sister, his little sister calls me and it's like, she can't believe it. Like, she, like, can I come? And like, this is not real. And like, and I was like, I'm on my way. And I was just shaking on the bus going towards his home. And for me, it was this moment where I couldn't actually believe that this was real. And I didn't want to believe it until I saw that it was real. So that's, I had to go through that because otherwise I just couldn't believe it. I was like, no, what do you mean? We were literally watching a movie the night before. We were in the cinema watching a movie the night before, just a couple hours before, and he was perfectly fine, perfectly fine. And no health problems and like totally no symptoms, nothing. And then I walk into his room and I see him there. And that in that moment, it like crashed to me. Like this is life. I had actually no thoughts. It was more just like a huge why and like and like it's like the feeling of this is life came crashing to me it wasn't even the thought of it it was like the feeling like we are all here for a temporary time and this is happening right now and all i could do was accept the fact that it was happening and i didn't i didn't know how to process it and i was just like the only thing that was going through me was why it wasn't even like why why like why is it happening to me or or why is it why did it happen to him and like i was there with his family and my family came um to his home because i was like shaking and crying and for the first time in my life i was like really like having like this huge breakdown because it was life and death so clear right in front of me and i was always a person that could never really express emotions that like I as in like I was felt a bit like emotionless like I even thought at some point I was like asexual but that's beside the point it's like really like the fact that I never allowed myself to fully fully cry and to feel like sad emotions because I'm also really happy all the time usually and like optimistic and I always see the beauties and things but at that moment it was just so real that I just started breaking out in like tears that came from like deep 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 within and I was like man why are we here why is this happening and my family came and I was with his family and then the following weeks I was at his funeral and there were these moments when when I was like when I was looking at him I was seeing his body at the funeral and I felt like he wasn't there I felt like I felt like that was just his body that I was looking at but he himself the, the bright soul that he had was not there. And then there were other moments throughout those two weeks. Those two weeks were really 
life-changing. Like they were very defining in my entire life because that's when I realized all the people coming together, all the beautiful people that were there at his funeral, all every single one of them had some story with him. And he was such an angel, like really pure soul and always understanding. And him touching so many lives at the funerals showed me like, this is what life is. It's, it's the, we're all here for this blur. We're all here for this temporary time. And the ones that stay are the ones that really feel the pain of the ones that are leaving. But also, this is all there is. It's the impact you have with every single conversation and present moment that you spend with another soul that lives on. And even they will pass on someday. But even but if they carry that some lesson that you could share possibly with them that they spread to like their family or their friends, that lives on. And all of these realizations were hitting me at that point of time and I realized I'm not meant to go the normal path in life. And it was like, also I was deciding, should I go to university? Should I study this? Should I, it seemed ridiculous. It seemed absolutely ridiculous to follow normal society's conventions of the ideal life, getting the ideal job. And it just seemed like a joke to me. Cause it was like, I'm not, I, I can't, I'm, I'm, I can't. It, there was a time where I was still confused. And I, and I have to say, like, it was only recently when I actually got the exact clarity, like, university is not my path, and actually I want to help reform and transform education in the future. But to this whole journey of me then starting yoga, going to India, following my gut feeling, meeting my meditation teacher there, who brought me into non-duality meditation, completely changed my life. I experienced my first ever ego death. And then also the journey going to Bali, I met you there. I met Dima there. Dima's wearing his ayahuasca necklace and it was calling me. And I didn't know that someday, you know, like I, I, I knew at that point someday I would experience that too because I knew it was part of my journey. And I knew that I had to remember. And there was something deeply wrong with the fact that we are all living in the space of forgetting. We don't even, like many people don't even try to remember because they don't know it's out there until something happens or something around them happens. And right now there is so much happening where most people, where you either, ha either have the chance to fall deeper into the sleep or to really wake up because death is happening everywhere around us. And the fact that this had to happen as part of my life for me to really wake up and for me to also dive straight deep into meditation, I was like, there's something about it. And actually at first I was like, actually, Max could astral project. Maybe I could learn how to astral project to talk to him. <laughs> like that was literally like my fuel on like why I want to start learning about meditation and that there are deeper states of consciousness and different dimensions and, and all this stuff. And I was like, that to me honestly seems more real than the sleeping world here. Like that's how I felt. And that's why I felt like I had to go to India, go to Bali. And from there, I traveled to 10 different countries last year. And this year was all about, is all about integration for me. And it's talking to people like you and sharing these stories that really make me feel like there's nothing more I would rather be doing because this is real. This is real emotions. This is life and death. Death is something people are most most of us are scared of talking about because it's the unknown 
But honestly, it's not that unknown if you actually explore yourself within a little bit more and you realize that the known is actually the whole illusion in itself. So there's so many things I was learning from that experience. And when I got goosebumps, it's because like in that moment I got it. It's like, I know why we were meant to talk. It's really because you and I experienced the same type of phone call and it was part of our waking up journey and also the whole journey that came afterwards. You know, like there's so many things that we realize that we have to share because we don't, I, I honestly believe in prevention. I don't want people to have to go through some really traumatic or awful experience in life to wake up. Like, I don't believe that's the only way. It can't be. And that's why you and I are connecting. And thank you for listening. Like, please share whatever is on your mind right now. <laughs> Before I went to Bali, I was in Taiwan for a couple of months. And Taiwan, just beautiful, beautiful little place, beautiful little country. And when I was there, I had this inspiration one day to to go check out one of the one of the monasteries there one of the buddhist monasteries like i i didn't really care too much for buddhism or anything like that i'd like meditation but i like the meditation like the non-secular aspect of it but i was like you know what like i'm in taiwan they've got all these monasteries here like why not like let's go volunteer and just for a day and just see what that's like so I go there and I'm just this tall, just <laughs> tall white dude. It's <laughs> just like <laughs> totally like just just showing up to this, this monastery. Yep. Yep. It was it was exactly that. And I'm just there like, yeah, I, I, I was I, I could speak a little tiny, tiny, tiny bit of Chinese. And so I was like trying to just make friends, make them laugh and everything about like just how ridiculous this giant white guy is walking in here. And um, they actually they actually put me to work. They actually put me to work. It was like a, a, a wax on wax off type of like, here's this brush you're going to scrub like this, uh, this pond, this like reflecting pool thing that they had. Like, you know, you're going to, you're scrub this and you're going to be really present while you're there. And I was like, Oh my God, like I feel like I'm in a movie right now, <laughs> but I did it. And it, it, it was, it was fine. It was cool. Um, but I was talking to this one monk afterwards, um, nun, this female monk. And she just been watching me all day and she's just like, yo like what is your deal like like who are you like why why are you here right now and so we get to talking and i just tell her my story similar to similar to what i told you she's like how did you end up here not just like physically here at like the the monastery but like come on like yo this isn't normal like what are you what are you doing like what would you do to get to to where you are so I tell her the story and she's listening, she's listening, she's listening. She turns to me, it was Brett, Chris was your greatest teacher. Just like that. 
just no other words just listen to the whole story he was your greatest teacher i looked back at her i was like hmm i know i know so it's like every single time that that i share that story every time that i tell it it's his spirit lives on (laughs) his spirit lives on and uh, yeah he's not here physically but i feel it yeah i I feel it every every single time and other people feel it and at first when it happened like for about a year year and a half like i wouldn't talk about it i wouldn't talk about it at all people would ask me like yo brett like you're traveling and you're 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 building businesses and doing all these things like 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 who are you like what's your background i'll be like i you know came from the corporate world now i'm here and just would never get into any details about like what really happened because i was just didn't know i still didn't know how to process it took me a while took me a long time but ultimately i got to the point of really knowing that that was the greatest thing that ever happened to me it was at the time it was super painful and it was super confusing and i was just totally wrecked but looking back it was the greatest thing could have ever happened yeah i feel like actually like it's it's very interesting because since then i've had multiple times where he would come in my dream or it would be in like uh moments where I'm like extremely nervous like my driver's license test and I'd see numbers and I'd be like man like this is his number like I know it and I feel like he's here with me right now and just sending me blessings and then there were also times I actually really feel like as if part of his spirit just went into me and that I'm here also fulfilling my purpose with him together it's like he's part of me and you're right like when you said he chris was your biggest teacher max was my biggest teacher and he he's like an angel that's always there and always and he always was that person that was saying follow your dream and when you have time then meet with me even in the real life but now i feel it even more like literally it's limitless it's like you have my full support <laughs> and also beyond that like it's actually very interesting because today would have been his birthday and today, <laughs> yeah yeah so they're with us they're with us of you course. know and today would have been his 23rd birthday wow 14th of july 2020 and it's the first time i'm talking about this in a while but also like you said when i do share the story it's not for people to pity me, but not at all. It's really just to share, look, I went through this. You don't have to go through this to wake up and to realize we're all going to die someday. And when you realize that, it's like, to me, the word Lila, I don't know if you know that word in Sanskrit, it means the divine game. And I, I that's how I see life. It's all constantly a choice and perspective, as in, yes, serendipity. That's my only tattoo that I actually have. Everything happens for a reason. And I got that when I was in Bali. And uh, when I met you actually around that time, that was my first ever tattoo. But I really believe that this is all a divine game. 
And if you see it lightheartedly, it's like a dance. It's like everything is an opportunity to grow and to learn. And that's it. And to connect, grow, learn, connect, love. That's that's why we're here. And that's why I feel like, I don't know, like, I just feel so happy even thinking about that because that's what it is. And like having this beautiful, like, talk with you is just so, this is what I live for, you know? And that's how I feel. Feel the same way. Yeah. Wow. So is there anything you would want to share with someone that's going through a hard time? Maybe it's, a word. It's that the word would be trust. <laughs> the word would be trust for sure. Mm, I love trust that. Trust that. Trust that. Mm, <laughs> it's... Mm, yep, it might be a tough one. <laughs> it might be a real tough one, but you gotta just, <laughs> as hard as it might be sometimes, you gotta trust that there is some, there is some reason for it. There is something going on. There is some greater lesson in there. There is some greater path that's about to unfold for you. And that's really what it is it's you know pain it can be so real it can be so it can just seem so 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 real especially when you're just so deep in it and there's just no other way of looking outside of the immense pain that you might be in no other way of seeing anything else other than what's right in front of you and if you can if you can if you can make it through that if you can if you make it through that and, and find the beauty find the gifts in there it's just a whole new level of freedom that gets unlocked every single time every single time and you know, typically the harder that it is the more free you feel afterwards you don't need it to be hard you don't need it trust me you don't need it but <laughs> But if, if that's where you are right now, that's that's what's happening. Trust. That's beautiful. Trust, yes. It's such a big word in my life too. Trust the whole process. Trust yourself. Trust the people around you because then they'll trust themselves. Like that's actually something I realized too. I would trust mm. people to the extent that they don't even trust themselves but because I trusted them, they then trust themselves. <laughs> it's very interesting. <laughs> But it's also, yeah, it's empowering. Yeah. And encouraging, encouraging. And I read the, the definition or I heard about it and encouraging someone is when you're going deep into their being and taking out that fear and replacing that with courage. I thought that was really beautiful too. And I have a question for you because there's so much going on right now. And there are a lot of opportunities to wake up and to see the beauties and all the chaos. So what is your vision for the next couple months or years that you feel like you have a role in? What season in life are you in right now? And what has been some of the cl clear visions maybe that you've gotten throughout these times? <laughs> <laughs> so that's that's it <laughs> that's it it's um 
now's the time. <laughs> now's the time we're stepping in and, you know, like I said, it, it was even recently where I went through something that really just knocked me down. Pretty much, I actually compared what happened to as as terrible as I felt three, four years ago when Chris passed away. And so it was just in that moment where, where I realized, like, man, there's a lot of people out there that are really hurting right now. There's a lot of people that are really in a lot of pain, really suffering out there. And this this thing that knocked me down, it was just like, okay, wow, thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. It's, it's, it's that reminder. It's that reminder of, it gives you that level of empathy for what other people truly are going through and experiencing. Uh, I've been through this wild journey over the past three, four years, and I've learned so much just in all areas of life, just business, meditation, traveling, just going deep into myself, everything. I haven't been sharing that much. I haven't been sharing. I haven't been really giving the the lessons that I've been learning. And a lot of that, honestly, Naomi, is, is fear. It's been fear that's really held me back from really putting myself out there, putting my message out there. Oh, what are other people going to think? Uh, oh, man, like, it's not going to sound perfect. All these, all these sort of little petty little fears that have been holding me back. And now it's time that just taking these little action steps of getting in touch with you. Saying, hey, Naomi, it's time. Let's do something together. Let's let's I don't know what we're doing, but let's let's do something together. And I've got a lot coming. A lot on the way. It's um it's it's giving season. Yeah. <laughs> it's giving season. We got a we got a lot to it's it's fully stepping in and acknowledging the the true power and the value that you really have inside of you and really accepting it, really accepting it and being okay with it and knowing that we've got a lot to give. We all do. We all have a lot to give and no better time than now. Yeah, that's beautiful. It's giving season and there's no better time than now. That's like on the dot completely 1000 infinite like times resonate with this i just had a download a couple days ago and realized that there's this old city structure right now happening in the world and we're and more people are sort of tasting freedom outside of the this old city and the people that are tasting freedom are so amazed by the true reality <laughs> that they see like the old city structure on the same level though they see it, but from a different perspective and realize that their purpose is to create roadmaps to help others find, reconnect to this freedom that's always been there. Also very close to nature, but this was just a very vivid download I had just a couple days ago. And it became so clear to me that it's happening and it's happening big time right now. And all these people that are creating roadmaps, we're linking, we're connecting, we're bringing, we're bringing more people into this space of just freedom and love and support, openness, understanding, transparency. And 
we're either creating roadmaps or we're throwing in ropes to help people out. But that's the hard, the difficult part, because in that city, it's easy to just see that it's all the reality and that's all there is. And those people might even gang up and like try and take your rope and pull it, pull you back in. But you've already tasted the freedom and you're like, no, this is actually what it really is like. So it's anchoring. And that anchor, I asked you earlier, what is your anchor? You said trust. And everyone, I feel like my advice actually would be for everyone right now to go within and to ask, what is your anchor? What is holding you firm, standing on two feet in this freedom that you know is real and is there? It's so real, but it's also easy to feel that pressure of being pulled back into that old city. I don't know why these like metaphors came up to me, but this is exactly the vision or, or not vision, vivid download that I'm getting. And this is what's happening. And it's like you and me, we're right now, like that's why this podcast, you know, it's a roadmap. It's, um, there are a lot of things I'll be talking about it. I can't wait to talk about, you know, like for example, my ayahuasca ceremony, I don't think I've ever mentioned it on any social media and this is even the first time I'm ever mentioning it but I just recently experienced it in um March this year so just three four four five months ago now about five months ago and the biggest realization that I got there were a couple but biggest one is intention intention is number one it's the most important thing and reconnecting to the power and the energy and the vibration behind intention is just incredible even the intent we have when we drink our water and then also reconnecting to nature that was my second bit that's why now it's like i make it a point to go for morning walks morning jogs go to a park weekly at least be in nature a couple times a week because that is home that is where we learn the most from nature and then there were lots of downloads but like also time is all happening simultaneously like that was another huge realization I had. Time exists right now, past, present, future is all here right now. All of it. And I'd, I'd, you know, maybe we can talk about that in our next call, but like these are things that I, I feel like it's time to share. And there's what is holding us back from keeping it in if it's so pure and so real. Like that's another question, what is real? <laughs> but it's it's happening, you know? And it's, yeah, to me that is real and, um yeah, a lot of like everything that I've been learning as a person shows to me that this is what humans were meant to experience in our natural state when we were born. This is us. This is the way we are. We're healing machines. We're made for connections. We're made for love. Healing machines is a, is a heal. We're just meant to heal. <laughs> to heal us and in all dimensions, but really like it's a big part and it's part of the journey. And that's why I feel like this is the most beautiful journey that we could possibly ever embark on. Naomi, I'm a healing machine. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> oh my gosh, we should, we should get on a call with Dima sometime. We can do an episode together. Yeah, I love that dude. Yeah. yeah. I saw him in Costa Rica in uh December. Oh, amazing. I was last with him in so July, good. so it's been a year now. Nice. 
beautiful. Well, that's life and we're all bound to meet again. And I'm excited for that. Absolutely. Is there anything you'd like to share before we come to the final chapter? <laughs> Have fun. Live a good life. Yeah. Good. <laughs> <laughs> Have fun. It's all a game. Live a good life. Taste the freedom. Let's go. <laughs> That's it. And you're not alone. I think I'd like to add that. You're not alone. We're all in this together. That's the thing. Yeah. Each and every one of us. Awesome. With that, I'm going to end the recording. Thank you all, Universes, for tuning in. New podcast every Tuesday, Thursday, and Saturday at 7 p.m. Singapore time. Looking forward to the next amazing episode. And I know that there's so many more to come with Brett. So thank you for your time. Thank you all for tuning in and see you soon. <laughs> this is The Universe with Naomi Hoot. Tune in every Tuesday, Thursday, and Saturday for another episode. If you haven't yet, please like, review, subscribe, and share. See you soon.